It was a fountain, an absolute fountain, and it would not stop. And uh, yeah, there's no way I'm going to get that out of my carpet. No. That's what happens when you play dirty sexual games, as you do. Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not cast dispersions (laughs) about No, let's. Let's. All right. Let's not, actually. How are you, Dave? Yeah, I'm okay. Episode 61. We are... I'm impressed. Yeah, you've brought that to the table. Yeah. Usually, not, in, not written down. I just shirk remembered. away from. Well, if it's not written down, well, how it, do you know if it's true? It is written down somewhere, but I—that's ha- not how I came about it. Mm. It was just within me. Mm. <laughs> this is starting to sound pseudo-religious now. Uh, no, not no no wrestling. No Sabutio. No, no. <laughs> Sabutio. How are how are you then? <laughs> how are you then? Now then, I'm I'm all good and dandy. Yeah? And aside of that, relatively normal. Good. Done. That's that. Small yeah. talk out the way. So no, one, no one cares. We're going to subvert this week's normal order of play, aren't we? Yeah, I'd be honest, this has thrown me a bit. The f- your, I mean, I'm happy to go, happy to go along with it, um, but... Uh, it has. It, uh, yeah, I'm a bit uneasy. Okay. Well, hopefully the uh, incredibly funny net. No, no, I can't say that. Come on. The amusing nature of these puns. Yes. These brand-themed football name puns. Yes. That I have for you. What I hear them say. No news first. No. We're we're flipping it. Brand puns, and then the news. Yeah. Why not? Why not? So. So these are like the ones you did before, brand related. Yes. And there's quite a lot of them, Dave. Oh, uh, so good. I'm gonna I'm gonna fly through them, please, and stop me if you wish to break down any of them. Oh, okay, okay, yep, all right. Matt Holland and Barrett. <laughs> yes, because yeah, I like that. Kalechi Iannandos. Oh, that's that's a stretch. Mm. <laughs> Hopefully, this one's slightly better for you then. Kalechi Ikea Nacho. <laughs> no, how many more you got for him? That's him done now. <laughs> okay. Zhao Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sort of a brand. Josh The Sims. Josh The Sims? Josh Sims of Southampton. Oh, I did not, I'm not aware of him. Sorry. Apologize Josh for The that. Sims. Yeah, it does. Uh, now I know his name, obviously. Should I say it one more that's time? That's very good. <laughs> yeah. Christian Black Cabasele. <laughs> it's the old Black Cab one again. Yeah. Christian Black Cabasele. Yeah, yeah, okay. And uh, his brother, Eunice Black Cabal. I shall continue. Uh, Oh, I've got to remind myself which one this is. Oh, yeah. Alexander Coca Kolarov. (laughs) (laughs) And another one, and this is his brother, Sayad Coca Kolasinac. (laughs) Yes. The carbonated drinks family. This one is my personal favourite, okay? Okay. And it hopefully will hark back to a certain. Nostalgic time for football. Alexandre Laca Gazetta dello Sport. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot in there, isn't there? Steve Mandazda. S- Steve Man... Mandanda. Goalkeeper. Oh, yeah, right. Mandazda. Mandazda. <laughs> you've got two in there without realising. You've got Steve Mandazda and Steve Mandazda. Oh, Daz. The washing powder. Of course. Yeah, yeah. So well done. Thank you. Because <laughs> oh, you meant that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and this is the the next one is Steve Mandaz. Oh no, I do have it. Yeah. No, I'm oh. joking. Uh, Eliakim Mangala Bingo. <laughs> That's my favourite. <laughs> That's my favourite. Yes. 
This one's possibly the weakest one, but it's funny because I had to change nothing. Okay. Nothing is different. Yeah. Bruno Martins Indy. Bruno Martins Indy. Martins, the Martins. corner shops. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's rubbish. Very specific. Yeah. Juan Matalan. <laughs> yeah, that's that's up there with um, Mangala Bingo. Mangala Bingo. Yeah. James Morrison's. Yeah. James Morrison. Just put an apostrophe on an S on the end of it. Yeah. That is it, Dave. But uh, they were yeah. they were really good. Actually. I was surprised. That's your best that... crop, I think. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's all right. I was surprised that uh, Alexandre Laca Gazetta dello Sport wasn't your favourite. It was. Well, it was just. It's a lot to take in, isn't it? I mean, pro- <laughs> tomorrow. I mean, maybe I'll wake up at you know in the night or something. Going. Oh yeah, Ah, back to sleep. Well, that's the planned effect. Uh, that's what I hope the effect. That, I could you see know. as you were saying that when you were looking at me slightly differently. Mm. Your eyes went a bit. Sort of circly and uh, that that uh, that effect where they're sort of yeah. So, but yeah, um, Gala Bingo yep. and uh, Juan Matalan. That's Juan Matalan. That's good. Thank you. Yeah, well done. You seem to respond well to the uh, Coca Cola of and the Coca Cola Sinatch as well. Yeah, though. Yeah. All right. Okay. They were all good. <laughs> Fine. Oh dear, oh dear. So there's uh, my puns. Um, tweet in about me it's all about me so um should we do the news dave sure all is right. it about you um no this week dave it's time for the news are you ready dave oh! <laughs> and the one-upmanship continues uh, with the news jingle. It's hard because you want to hold the gaze, but even the person doing the jingle... <laughs> you want to hold after... the gaze? <laughs> yeah, I want to hold all the gaze at once. <laughs> that's that's tough. let me hold the gaze, please. Mm. <laughs> um, but then even the person doing the jingle, it becomes uncomfortable for, for that person to... Even they've got to look away. It's difficult, it's yeah. difficult. Uh, by the way, you know, I, I realise this isn't a visual medium. What we're talking about is when <laughs> well, we yeah. do that live jingle... Uh, we stare at each other. We try and stare at each other with a f- ridiculous face. Yes. Uh, so which Joe is very good at that. doing ridiculous faces. I mean, sometimes without meaning to. <laughs> Didn't someone you know say that about me? Was it your wife? It was my wife. Yeah, <laughs> she said you've got one of those faces. I don't know. That you can. They just not can sure do if that's things good with. or bad. Yeah. I was yeah. like, what do you mean, do things with his face? Don't do things with his face. You pervert. Anyway, that's my wife. Uh, the <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. Well, because I did the jingle, you head on uh, first into the news okay. fray. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, this is a story from... Uh, this s- is a story. This is from Sky News. Okay. Serious stuff. Okay. Um, the headline is, Selfie monkey Naruto cannot sue for copyright US court rules. A monkey. A monkey, yeah. Um, A monkey that took a selfie using a wildlife photographer's camera cannot sue for copyright. A US court has ruled. And how much public money do you think is wasted down this hole of a court case? Seriously? I don't know. Well, I'm not asking you. I'm just hypothetically. Like, it's going to be a lot, isn't it, surely? Yeah. Please continue. (laughs) No, you're right. Naruto, a seven-year-old crested macaque snapped up a photo with a toothy smile in 2011 using a camera belonging to David Slater. The British photographer wanted to have financial control of the photo, but an animal rights group filed a lawsuit in 2015 that sought to give Naruto copyright over the selfie instead. That's absurd. Mm, He wasn't even aware he was taking a photo. No, the monkey couldn't give a shit. 
What? No. Um, Jeff Kerr, general counsel for People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, or Peter, Peter said, yeah. Naruto should be considered the author and copyright owner, and he shouldn't be treated any differently from any other creator simply because he happens to not be human. Now, surely that is that is a reason to not to, to treat him differently because he isn't a human. <laughs> yeah. Am I? Am I? Is that out of order? Me saying that? No. Against monkeys? No. I'm not racist against monkeys. Well, you're not against monkeys. Do you know, you? actually, uh, no, no. Monkeys are my favourite animal. Are they? Yeah. Is that you trying to cover your tracks for any of our listeners no, who are Peter I, fans? Or I love. I would love to have like a little my own little bubbles, like Michael Jackson did. Right. You know, put it in clothes and things like that. Be cool. Mm. Be fun. The, the monkey would love it. I'd treat him well. Um. Some people say, you know, maybe don't do that. But feed them on a diet of sausages. Yeah, no, not your sausage. Bananas, bananas. They don't eat bananas. It's a myth. Uh, well, I don't know what, what monkeys you've been looking at, but all the ones I've seen on TV and film eat monkey eat, eat bananas. Eat monkeys. They do eat, mon- eat they monkeys. They do, do eat, eat each monkeys. other. Yeah. They eat each other's babies. Yeah. Well, I'll just feed on it monkey pos- babies then. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it wants, <laughs> whatever its heart's desire. I'm not going to get a monkey. Before you start, oh, I'm not. Oh, he's going to get. I'm not getting a monkey. <laughs> Chill out. And that's crafts. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> the Ninth U.S. Circuit of Court... Uh, sorry. The Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals unanimously ruled against Naruto and Peter after concluding that the uh, American copyright law does not expressly authorise animals to file copyright infringement suits. Weirdly. This is, this is, like, <laughs> this is like your mate you were telling me about. Your old mate before, you kept, before he went on air. Mm. Who talks without saying any words yeah that's what a monkey would be like in court wouldn't it yeah well, he'd say less. my client thinks that he wants 1.3 million dollars and not point one point two. actually i do speak fluent macaque what's so. that uh, naruto what, what's that <laughs> yes naruto is actually nominated for me to have 75 percent of the winnings and not um t- oh, not 25 thank you it. naruto you've just put peanut butter on his gums like in the adverts <laughs> yeah um, in a separate opinion on the long-running case, Ninth Circuit Judge N. Randy Smith called Peter's lawsuit frivolous and said he would have dismissed the case on other grounds. Doesn't say what other grounds. A different, different court. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, he might have done it. He's, he, you know, this one was done on clay, but he said on a on a grass court, I would have dismissed it as well. Uh, the court. The court also ruled that Mr. Slater was entitled to be compensated for his legal fees and the district court is in the process of determining how much he will get. Uh, Mr. Slater said he welcomes the decision as the lawsuit has taken an emotional and financial toll on him. He has been fighting the case from the UK and was contemplating taking up dog walking or tennis to get by as the case had seen his earnings from photography tumble. Dog walking or tennis? Yeah, very specific, yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm earning no money. I'm going to I'm gonna have to do dog walking or tennis at this rate. <laughs> Did he go to a careers advisor? Yeah. Uh, what, what can you do? What's his name? David. Christian. David, yeah. David, uh, David, David Slater. Slater, yeah. What can you do, David? Oh, I've got a dog. Wow. Dog, what, what, mm, don't know how lucrative dog walking is. What else can you do? Tennis. Yeah. Or, or do you think he did that old computer program? Did you do that at school? QDOS or something it was called? Or, or something I think I did. To create your, um, 
your ideal career, you type in all the answer all these questions. And you, go, you will be a solicitor or a funeral director. <laughs> it had or, about yeah, eight answers. Just completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all rubbish. All um, rubbish. So I mean, that, I mean, a lot of people are in the same position. You know, you're struggling for, uh, for income. What's it going to be? Dog walking or tennis? Talk walking it's or that tennis. Age old question. What do you mean or tennis? Like suddenly become a professional tennis player? And you cannot do both of those things. No, you certainly will not have time to walk the dogs <laughs> if you're a professional. <laughs> you will be practicing day in, day out. Believe me. <laughs> Why? Why should I believe you? Because I am a tennis aficionado. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. This. This is this is hilarious. Thank you. For a number of reasons. And my question, my cliffhanger question is, where do you stop when you start fighting certain rights of animals that are sort of exclusive to humans and not really relevant to animals? Like, I totally understand most of Peter's stances about things, about mm. battery farming. And, like, obviously the ethical treatment of animals is super important. But not copyright infringement. But not copyright infringement. As they don't really... I've not ever known a, a monkey to keep a photo album in its den. No. I don't even have dens. I'll tell you what, Peter. Go and concentrate on dogs getting skinned alive. <laughs> And leave. I don't think that monkey really cares about who took the photo. It was a lovely photo, anyway. But uh, no one cares. It's but like where, if you're going to fight cases like that, where do you stop? Where tell do you, you stop? I'll tell you the answer to that. Don't start. Ah, good, good Thank one. You. Yeah, there's a pot of money, isn't there, allocated to almost everything in life from mm. somewhere, yeah. right? And you brought up dogs being skinned alive. Yes, like that pot of money should be put on like really horrendous ethical problems like that, not. This, which isn't even an ethical problem. It's it's absurd. That's why I read it. That's why I brought it to the table. And I'm agreeing with you. For its absurdity. Yes. And you knew it would rub me up. Case closed. (laughs) Um, Well, my story we spoke about during the week, Dave. Did we? Yes. All right, then. It's about Mr. Prawn, sorry, um, Mr. Sean Dyche. Uh, Yeah. The... This is from the BBC. The Royal Dyche. Yes. This Um, is a good story. First glance reading that uh, headline I, I did read it as douche um, <laughs> but that's just neither here nor there the Royal Dyche Burnley boss has pub named after him oh it has been named after him now yeah oh excellent uh, we can only imagine what fills the dreams of Premier League bosses a league title a cup run winning manager of the month enjoying a pint in a pub renamed in their honour Yeah, all of those. All of them, really. Uh, For Burnley manager Sean Dyche, the latter is about to become reality. The Princess Royal, just a long throw-in, just a long throw-in from the Claret's Turf Moor home, will soon be known as the Royal Dyche. Staff promised to rename the pub if Burnley boss and his side secured European football this season, all but doing so with a uh, goalless draw against Brighton. Yes. Um, And landlady Justine Lorriman says plans for a rebrand are now well underway. This is a quote from her. I don't know if I am more excited about getting into Europe or renaming the pub, the Burnley season ticket holder told BBC Sport. I know which one I'd be more excited about. The Europe thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, one creative supporter has already mocked up a makeshift sign to hang outside the building's entrance. Um, yeah. but they're Just gonna a go makeshift sign? Makeshift sign. They've been talking yeah. about it for ages. I think they have a sign made up, ready. Well, they're doing the old rebrand, aren't they, properly soon. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, Dave. The Royal Dyche. Staff at the Princess Royal first touted the idea in November uh, as Dyche's side flirted with European spot back then. Um, yeah. But they've since been consistent and it looks like it's going to happen. That is pretty cool to have a pub named after you, isn't it? That is good. That's almost more rewarding than... 
if you were to be awesome, if you were to have a pub named after you, what what would you like it to be called? Well, it'd be named after me, so there's a fair limitation on. Well, no, it's obviously have your name in it, but you know, would it be the 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 Red Joe or the um, yeah Joe Joe on the River? (laughs) (laughs) Um. I'd have it called Joe's Arms. Joe's Arms. Just yeah. nice and simple, you know, traditional thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not the Joe's Arms, because there's no rhythm there, but Joe's Arms. Joe's Arms. Yeah, just going down the old Joe's Arms. Going down, it, it just gets shortened to the arms, wouldn't it? Though, over time. No, Joe's. Do you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree. In my world. <laughs> Good on him. I mean, getting into Europe and having a pub named after you. What a season. What a season for <sighs> Sean Dyche. <sighs> Now, perhaps we'll hear. Hopefully, he'll make some sort of statement on that. I story really hope soon. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's. Um, <laughs> we'll get him in to to discuss it. Yes, and p- potentially as well if he brings anybody along with him. Well, it, can, we always has him with him, doesn't he? He does. He yeah. does yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's my news, Dave. Good stories. Yes. All round. Yes. There is also a uh, another. Little bit of news that I'm going to bring in. Oh, right. Which is, you oh, know, okay. You're, you're surprising me. It's kind of become my sort of thing now. Hasn't okay. It, really? What are you moving towards the music department for? Um, well, Dave. Oh, my word. David. Welcome to Conspiracy News. It's a longer fade out than I remember that. Oh, I can put my normal voice on now. That was... Uh, <laughs> you've been dying to do something like that, haven't you? A little bit, yeah. 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 It was very conspiratorial. <laughs> Is that a word? What, yeah, what would that be? Conspiratorial. No. No, no. Conspiratorial. Conspiratorial. Because there's an oracle involved in a lot of conspiracies. That's there's always a mystical drug addict in the corner bending spoons and going, Oh, you will find many... Riches and Yeah, what is that guy doing over there? He's always... <laughs> Richard, fuck off. God's sake. <laughs> take I told sp- him last week. Take your spoons. <laughs> right, come on. What is it? <laughs> what was that name that I just pulled out of nowhere with some story? Chris. So, fuck off, fuck Chris. Fuck off, Chris. <laughs> right, here it is. Uh, and the, the uh, source is iflscience.com. Mm. And this one has been uh, sent in by our... Uh, very own keyboard warrior, Mr. Henry Christopher. Oh. He found the story. He sent it over to us. Thank you. So thank you, Henry. Thank you. Flat Earthers just held a conference. Their latest theory is seriously incredible. <laughs> yes, that's yeah, what I'll it bet. says. Seriously incredible. It doesn't really make sense, but you know. Yeah, I'll bet. I'll bet it is. Yeah, go on. So go on then. What, would you go like, on. Would what you, is it then? Would you oh, like yeah. to guess what the latest theory is? Well, the, the, the Earth is still flat? Something, something along those lines? Uh, it is, yes. Yes. This is, yeah. So that's really that's their really one and only argument, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. So they've had a conference, uh, a global conference that uh, attracted over two hundred people. A global conference, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Global conference that attracted over two hundred people uh, in Birmingham. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why that's funny. <laughs> uh, one speaker at the conference. You here for the flat Earth conference? It's just through there. It's great, isn't it? Just through those double doors. Is it because Birmingham is kind of flat and grey that they just want to sort of put that pain oh, on the rest of the earth? On, let's not let's not have a go at Birmingham, please. <laughs> Sorry, Birmingham. Fine city. Um, one speaker at the confer- conference said that he had proved that gravity doesn't exist. Sure, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, My research destroys Big Bang cosmology, said David Marsh. It supports the idea that gravity doesn't exist and the only true force in nature is electromagnetism. Mm -hmm. And, of course, he said this whilst being uh, attracted to the Earth by gravity. Mm. Uh, Marsh claims that this base... uh, Let's make sense. There's a sentence here that says, Marsh claims this based on experiments he conducted. It's missing an is. So I'm going to read that again. Maybe they meant it to sound like that. Marsh claims this based on experiments. Like that. You're supposed to read it like that then. Maybe. If you want to. Marsh Don't do claims, the whole thing like that. <laughs> Marsh claims this is based on experiments he conducted in his own back garden. Yeah, whilst, in his shed. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whilst being held in his garden by gravity, of course. He explained at the conference that using a Nikon camera and a mobile app, he tracked the movements of the moon across the sky and disproved the laws of planetary motion. Just on, on his phone? Yeah, <laughs> and with a Nikon camera. That's good. Well, yeah. well, that is a good brand. So it now actually gets even more weird. So if you thought that was the weird bit, strap yourself in. <laughs> Nikon uh, Crankyard. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, flat earther Darren Nesbitt explained to the audience, audience yes. that people may not have met a wall or edge of the planet on their travels because of the Pac-Man effect. So there's this other sort of subset theory that is that there is a wall around the edge of the flat earth. Right, okay. This is what people actually believe, these people. They so what happens when you hit the wall then? The Pac-Man effect. And the Pac-Man effect... Have you ever played Pac-Man? Not, uh, I wasn't really a gamer, no. There are certain parts of the perimeters of, of the Pac-Man game where you, Pac-Man, can go off one side of the board yeah. and you appear instantly on the other side. Okay, yes. But but that's in a computer game, Joe. <laughs> yes, so they're using that as an analogy to... to yeah. yeah, a computer game that someone has just made up yes and a computer game that has two dimensions yeah so you couldn't okay. go around yeah. anything no. so yeah. um yeah. we know that continuous continuous east to west travel is a reality he said that is a reality yes east to west and west oh, to east yes even mm. yeah and acknowledging that this needs explaining in flat earther theory <laughs> one logical possibility for those who are truly free thinkers don't pull that fucking <laughs> wool over my eyes you stupid shit uh, one logical possibility for those who are truly free thinkers is that space-time wraps around and we get a Pac-Man effect. No, we don't. So he's saying you, you walk to one edge of the flat Earth and you yeah. meet this big wall that's there and you walk through that and appear at the other end. Yeah. That's, that's what, what he's actually saying. Why has no saying. one ever gone, oh, look, there goes, uh, there goes uh, Steve just walking... Oh, my God, he's behind me again. No, he's in China. What's happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Conference about this. Yeah, yeah. People went to it. Two hundred of them in Birmingham. (laughs) So there's another theory as well, which I won't go into, but I just want to end as a bit of a cliffhanger on it. And this this theory states that Australia apt cliffhanger. Australia. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Well, sorry. There's another aspect to the theory that says Australia doesn't exist. Where are all the Australians then? Well, they're, they're all actors. <laughs> well, it's a I, big I ha- conspiracy, and all these Australians are paid actors. Home and away and neighbours. And when Australia was founded, well, modern Australia was founded by the British Empire, that all the all the the Poms, the prisoners, mm. were taken out to sea in big boats and just dumped in the sea and murdered. And that's the conspiracy. Yeah. Um, 
somewhat absurd. I don't think so. No, I, mean, I don't I, think I so mean, either. I don't want to say, no. that, say that the person who thought that up is a complete um, idiot, but uh, I... Pretty close. I'm d- I, I doubt it. I doubt that's what happened. Now, that's one of those things, Dave, that is written down. <laughs> Australia doesn't exist. But it isn't true. Well, you know the thing about Australia, don't you? It's not actually there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? I've been there. No, 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 you haven't. That's the kind of thing that... Yeah, oh, I don't know. There's no point in continuing. Just stop. Yeah, just stop. Just stop. Like M- Mad Mike, just stop. Just, just down on, tools yeah. and leave now. Go and read a book. Good. So, shall we talk about the football? Maybe. Okay. Yes. Then. Yes. yes should, right. yeah. So you've got some new. Uh, well, there's been uh, Champions League. Should we start? Yeah, there? that's almost uh, coming to a head. It's almost wrapped up, really, isn't it? We are now at the final, and we know the two teams in the final. They are... Liverpool... Versus... Real Madrid. Yes. Um, Liverpool lost to Roma 4-2. They did. But they went through 7-6 on Ridiculous. Uh, From memory, I can't think of uh, a more crazy two legs of Champions League football. That was... Uh, well, to be fair, all of their games have been a bit crazy, Liverpool's games. Yeah, I mean, it's a, a, another one of those comebacks. I think this one was not a comeback, is it? They were dominant, really, for most of the two ties. But it's sort of as crazy enough to kind of rival the Barcelona's 6-1 win over PSG that time. Yeah. I mean, that was the comeback of all comebacks, but 7-6 is just absurd. Yeah. I mean, and we and watched, the type of football that we, was in that game. We watched the game and we said at the end, we were sort of like, oh yeah, Liverpool... Liverpool just lost the game 4-2. Yeah. I mean, obviously they went through, but it didn't even register really. It was such a bizarre situation. Even though it really, it, it came down to one goal at the end. Yeah. You felt, even though they lost 4-2, like you say, you felt like Liverpool were winning yes. throughout the game. They obviously very, the aggregate score, they, they were, were quite winning, close to losing. In a way. Yeah. But there was an absurd penalty for handball that just definitely was not no. a penalty. So it should really have been 7-5, but... So uh, Liverpool Real Madrid final. Who you who are you going for? Uh, I'm going for Liverpool just just to, to be that guy because they desperately want them to win it again. Yeah. It'd be awesome if they did. And they, Real Madrid they, have won it enough recently. They could pretty much beat anyone, couldn't they? On the day they could. The thing I like about this final, I think it's going to be full of goals because that both teams score a lot of goals, but both teams are prone to letting goals in as well. Yeah. So this it could be a really, really good game. I hope it's one of those finals that's, yes, got plenty of goals in because they often are cagey. But yeah. I can't see either of these two teams being cagey because if they are, they're more likely to lose, more likely to concede because their defence is a bit leaky. Exactly. If Liverpool can pit Salah against Marcelo and just get him in behind Marcelo, like he obviously will because Marcelo barely defends. Yeah, he's There's not really a fullback, is he? Not really. And the same for um for Liverpool, like they are a bit shaky at the back, so it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. But that game in uh, in Rome, it, it must have been hot, wasn't it, Dave? It, yeah, well, we we seem to think so because Roma were pretty much jogging the first twenty minutes. It there was so much walking and jogging going on on that pitch. It looked like it was playing in slow motion. Yeah. But anyway, amazing game. And then of course, uh Bayern Munich at home, uh are they the Allianz, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, drew two all with Real Madrid. Yeah. Uh, to put the aggregate score from that tie to 4-3 to Madrid. So they kind of scraped through as well. And it was down to the last 10 minutes, 15 yeah, minutes yeah. of the game. Yeah. And I was very surprised when I caught the end of that game that Bayern weren't throwing mm. the kitchen sink at Madrid. They didn't really attack as hard as you'd normally expect a British team to do when they've got minutes yeah. left. So, so was, Real Madrid really have scraped through the last two rounds when you think about it. They have, they? yeah. Um, but they're just one of those teams, like the quality they've got, all it takes is one 
or no, two moments. Yeah, to- tournament team. They're, they're proper tournament team, they are. Oh, tournament team. Oh, yes. But uh, yeah, Munich's, um, I don't know his first name, Ulreich, the keeper. Uh, I think he, it's... Um, Sven? No. Uh, Jens. Bob. Bob. Bob Ulreich, the, yeah. uh, the Munich keeper. He must have had some sleepless nights since that tie because yeah. he made a pretty extraordinary mistake and that was really what sent them out. Yeah, the one where he thought it was... It, it, he, he thought, thought he could pick it up and then, then realised realized it'd be a pass back. And then sort of tried to just collect it with it between his knee and his tummy. And it went underneath his arm, yeah. it? Underneath, under his elbow, yeah. under his shoulder, sorry. Oh dear. Silly boy. Silly willy. <laughs> yeah, silly what? Bob. Silly Bob. Blund- yes. Blundering Bob. So, um, Champions League, Liverpool, Real Madrid, can't wait. Uh, that's the end of May, isn't it? That is the end of May. That's when the fixture will be held. And where is it held this year? Kiev. Is right. Yes, Gilect. Um So then, moving on to the Europa League. Yes, this is a sort of second fiddle, if you would like, to the Champions League. The UEFA Cup. No disrespect. If you will. Yeah, to it. To it. Um, the Cup Winners. It's not the Cup Winners Cup. No, that's something. That's something else. Yeah. Is that now called? Is that now the the Super Cup? I think. I don't know. Club World Cup. What's that? I don't know. I don't know, mate. I don't know. I don't know. Worthington Cup. I don't know. Blue Square Premier. That's a league, isn't it? I don't know. So the Europa League, uh, that's also called a league, and so is the Champions League, so... Crufts. Um, Atletico Madrid, yes. they won 1-0 over Arsenal. 2-1 on aggregate. Arsenal out. Champions League, no for Arsenal next season, and no fairy fairy tale ending for uh, Mr Wenger. No. Really lacklustre. Clean slate, though, for whoever's coming in. True, but... The benefit of no midweek European games. Can Europa League, though. They'll get Europa League. Can, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Well, forget what I said then. Okay. They're fucked. <laughs> I guess, uh, the, I mean, they'll, they'll have a lot less money coming in. So likely to get less transfer budget, whoever's new. Less money, less transfer budget. Less attraction of top players. Less esteem. Less prestige. Less is more, is it? Not in this no, case. Less is less. <laughs> more is more. Only in this case. Well, I think we're we're uh, I don't yeah we're talking nonsense. Arsenal are out. They lost. That Costa yeah. scored. He scored against them a lot in the Premier League with Chelsea. Yeah, and he scored again last. He's night. very strong, isn't he? Very very oh. strong. And that, oh, is that, he? Uh, and quick on the turn as well. Not maybe not the paciest player, but quick on the turn, agile. And, yeah, and uh, and a lovely Bayerin f- was absolutely appalling all night. Couldn't, yes, couldn't cross. Keep giving the ball away. Literally just passing it off the pitch. Sometimes. Arsenal's crossing last night was some of the worst I've seen. Embarrassing. Yeah, bottled it or just didn't give a shit. And um, Key at Monk Keown afterwards said Urzil was he, not. He was. Fit. He didn't play well. He not- was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even, even wasn't even dressed right. No, you can't play in fucking heels. <laughs> um, Keown said Urzil was not fit to wear the shirt. Was he? No. Okay. So it was obviously like a children's size or something. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was, it was far too big for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Arsenal out. There we go. Yeah. But uh, British football in the Champions League final once again for the first time since two thousand. Exactly. Yeah. So well done to Liverpool and all the best to your boys. Uh, any more football news? Yeah, we have got a little bit more, haven't we, Dave? What is the what is the next uh, bit of football news? Well, it's about a certain uh, scouse. Oh, yep, and it's just just about to. Um... <gasps> Hello. <laughs> oh, this is sort of Game of Thrones. What? Oh, it's not. That's not scouse. Oh, it's from there. I get it now. 
Oh, it's Stevie G. Stevie G. Welcome to Rangers. Boy. Stevie G's a man. Stephen Gerrard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Accent. Stephen Gerrard is the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> he is the new manager of... Rangers. Rangers. By yeah. the way, I'd just like to apologise to all of Scotland for the next sort of couple of minutes where we may impersonate your people. <laughs> your people? <laughs> you people. <laughs> oh. um, so he's got up there. He's on a four-year contract. He is. Uh, good appointment, we think. Well, it's going to... Um, yeah, I'll turn it down a bit now, shall I? It's going to... Um, keep it in the background, boy. So keep the, keep, the, keep the atmosphere going. Are you happy with that level, boy? I'd see you outside, pal. Oh, just trying to We're be from friendly. different er- areas of Scotland. We're trying to be from different areas yes, of Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I think potentially very good. Uh, it's definitely going to show whether he's management material or not, isn't it? Oh, it will. It's a good sort of litmus test. I mean, John Barnes managed there a while ago, didn't he? And it didn't really go so well for him. Uh, so it will kind of either set him on the path to be a lifetime manager or be a kind of misadventure. It's going to be either ends of that extreme scale, I think. Wish him well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just a little something I've got for Stephen Gerrard, because I know he listens. Yes. Uh, as some, um, I'll call this Scottish for Stevie. Stevie Scottish. Yeah, some Scottish for Stevie. Uh, these, are t- these are Scottish uh, sort of slang terms that I thought he could get himself accustomed with. Okay. Uh, to sort of bed in with the lads. Right, right. Or the boys. The boys. Yeah. And that's, so that's not Scottish. I'll read some out. If you want, I'll read it out and you can guess what it is if you like. Some of them are quite obvious. Guess what the words are or guess what it means. Guess what it means, yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay, so the first one is, uh, you're off your heed. You're drunk. Yeah, you, well, no, just you're off your head. You've gone you, mental. You're a little bit daft. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is quite a different one, so hold on. Let me get a bit closer. What's for you, no gabasti? Uh... You you wits, shouldn't eat. Wits for yield, nor go pasty. <laughs> That's terrible. You shouldn't ha- eat any more pasties. No, exactly right. Yes. No, it says is whatever whatever is meant to happen to you will happen to you. What's for yield, nor go pasty. So quesarasa sera, essentially. Yeah. What yeah. will be will be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, this is next one is uh, away and bail you heed. <laughs> <laughs> one more time. Away and bail you heed. A wee bail your heed. Yeah. Well, it's head, isn't it, on the end there? That's right, yeah. Uh, bury? Bury your head? Uh, it's uh, away and boil your head. It means get lost. <laughs> okay. Love it. Boil your head. Okay, yeah, fine. Uh, you're getting skelped. You're, you're, get- get- you're getting skelped. Uh, I'm going to punish you. Yeah, kind of. You're going to get slapped. Ah, uh, yeah. I thought it was scalped. Oh, that's, yeah. a bit, that's a bit dark. Uh, this next one... Um, uh, Gonna need do that. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that, or don't do that. Going to not do that. Yeah. 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 I'm going to not do that. <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> you root your face. You root your face. You root your face, you. Eh, <laughs> you pal. Hey, you pal. You root your face. Play very well. Um, what? You root your face. You've had too many, pal. You root your face. Oh, you've pissed. You're drunk. Yes. Yeah. And the last one. Um, your bums out the window. <laughs> hey. Your bums out the window. Your bums out the window. Or your f- bums out the window. You're farting a lot. No, you're talking rubbish. Ah, okay. Your, your bums out the window. 
you t- that means you're talking rubbish. Obviously. Oh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. There's Come on. Clear link between those oh, two. Yeah. yeah. And that is your. Sean, what's that? You, what's that you doing? You got your bum out the window. Stop being weird. He's talking rubbish. <laughs> isn't he? Bums out the windy. And that is your Scottish fish TV. Thank you very much for the Scottish for Stevie. No problem. I'm sure I'll appreciate it very much, the Scottish for Stevie. Take it. Take it in your stride, Stevie. And your road rangers. As we look down the... Anyway, next. Fog on the tine is... Oh, no. Different, oh, shit. Different... I just, uh, oh, I just offended a Different whole. people. <laughs> so there, you, there you have it. Good luck, Stephen Gerrard. Scottish for Stevie. Um, now, a while ago, was it last week or was it the week before? No, six weeks ago. Right? We talked about, because obviously the Premier League is wrapping up things like the PFA Player of the Year uh, and the PFA Team of the Season. It is my wee boy. Was it last week you said that? Oh, I think it might have been the week before. I think it was the week before. And you gave us the this season's Premier League PFA Team of the Season. Which I did. included quite a lot of Man City players. I did. Obvs. Um, now, Joe, I have got for you a bit of history. This is the first ever Premier League PFA, PFA Team of the Year from the 92-93 season. That is an excellent bit of research you've done there, David. Thank you, and you're welcome. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it's a standard, as was back in the day, a 4-4-2 formation. Okay, yeah, very common back then. So, in goal, Peter Schmeichel. Oh, yeah, Manchester United. Yeah. Uh, right back, David Bardsley of QPR. Phil's dad or brother? Don't know. I don't know. Possibly. I don't remember him. Possibly. Uh, at left back, Tony Dorigor. Oh, I remember Dorigor. Uh, it's Italian lad. <laughs> top lad he was. Oh, top lad. Up and down he was. Up and down. Oh. Old fashioned fullback. It was absolutely bloody amazing for these. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we miss him still to so this bloody day. It's centre-back, Paul McGrath, Aston Villa. Yeah, vaguely remember him, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. yeah. oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, And the other centre-back position was filled by Gary Pallister. Of course. Of Manchester United. Very famous for um, sort of... Well, actually, no, I'm thinking of David May. I I was about to say famous for slowly being ebbed out of the team, but that was David May, wasn't it, really? Gary Pallister, yes. He was uh, was a stalwart. Yes, Whatever that means. I didn't know he had warts, but no, yeah. uh, on his stools. That's, that's, uh, that's... A four-man midfield. Uh, first of all, you got Roy Keane. Yeah, that makes sense. Of Nottingham Forest. Oh, so that was probably the season before he moved. It then. was. They got relegated that season. They were at the bottom of the league, but he was their standout performer. And he got into the centre mid of the team of the year. Yeah. That. Well, he got into the midfield. It's just a midfield four. But that. I mean, can you imagine that now with? Let's say West Brom, Jake Livermore getting into his PFA team of the year. No, no, no fucking no. chance. He must have done re- very, very well. Uh, you've also got Paul Ince of Manchester United. Yeah. The yep. governor. Yeah. Uh, you've also got Ryan Giggs of Manchester United. Yeah, he would have been probably 2021 20, around then, mm. I guess. And you've also got Gary Speed of Leeds. Ah, yeah. He, he also was would their, have been young. He was their sort of midfield playmaker. Really. The late great. You know, I, I was genuinely cut, cut up when he died. Yeah, very sad. Yeah. Very sad. Yeah. Um, and Leeds, of course, won the the first division prior to this, this uh, the Premier League starting. So right. the last ever first division. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Right. Two strikers up front. Have a punt? Have a guess? Yes? I'll try. Go on then. Um, 
Uh, <laughs> Teddy Sheringham. No. Too early for Klinsman. Um, hmm. Yes. Andy Cole. No. How many more guesses? Do One I get? more guess. Oh, I, I, this is sort I'm of going to have to push you a few years before my <laughs> my real appreciation of the Premier League. Okay. Um, Ian Rush. No. Okay. It isn't Ian. It's Ian Wright. Of course. Of yeah. Arsenal. Yeah. And also Alan Shearer. That early? Of Blackburn, yeah. He scored 16 goals. In 92-93? Yes, he did. I would have thought he was... Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah. I so thought he was still go. at Southampton then. Mm, no, no, Alan Shearer, Blackburn. Fair enough. Team of the Year, 92-93. You're welcome. G- yes. Thank you. Um, am I? Yeah, because you, yeah, I provided it and you enjoyed it. And you're also welcome. I should say it's myself already, but that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, we're a team, I guess. Not in my day! <laughs> in other words, what are you doing? Whoa, 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 what, are what are you, you doing? doing? What are you doing? Don't uh, say what, don't you uh, say what you do. Not in my day! Yes. He's done it again. No, come no, on. I did, you saw, I didn't even touch it. Come on, we need to speak to the technical department about Autoplay. So, quite, yeah. this is not in my day, not the news. We've done the news. It's not in my day yet. <laughs> don't do it again. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, uh, we both got one. You can go first if you like. Can I? Well, I've been talking a fair bit. You so. just, yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, this is from the Mirror, and it's a, yeah, it's not in my day because, well, I'll let you make your own mind up. Sure, I will. It, it did happen, but it's not in my day. Okay. <laughs> you just trying to fill this this section? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. So this is from uh, Pep Guardiola speaking to the Mirror, the Manchester City manager. The Manchester City manager. I know him. Personally. I know of him. Yes. Uh, and it, it, he says, I asked Bobby Robson to sign me for Newcastle. He asked him? Yes. Pep yeah. Guardiola reveals he wanted to follow the Geordie icon from Barcelona to Newcastle Lake. Bit stalkery, isn't it? Stalkerish? Yeah. In what way would he do it? Just like on the same boat? Just like staring at him? Yeah, just right at the back. Maybe he's doing it with a, with a t- trench coat. Yes. And underneath it, it's got a, you know, it's a sign round his neck saying, Have me, Robson. <laughs> and he's got no pants. Buy me. Buy <laughs> Play me. Sign me. Sign my sign my breasts. <laughs> and he's got a, you know, a glass. What did he actually do? <laughs> so, uh, Man City's rock star manager shares the amazing Ro- secret rock during... Rock star new manager? What? Thanks for interrupting me so early. Uh, Man City's rock star manager shares... This is the mirror's language. Not having that. Shares the amazing secret during a new documentary tribute to the late former England and Newcastle boss and Barcelona boss. Pep Guardiola revealed he wanted to play for Newcastle, but was politely turned down by his former Barcelona boss, Bobby Robson. Yeah. Interesting. The Manchester City coach never played for an English club, and his first experience in the Premier League was was his uh, first season at the Etihad in 2016. Uh, But in a new film on Robson... The Catalan said he wanted to swap the new camp for St. James's Park when the former England boss returned home in 99 after he was sacked in Spain. Yes. But interestingly, uh, Bobby Robson said no because he felt he already had enough quality in that Newcastle squad. Really? To turn down a world-class midfielder. Sorry, I've got Lee Bowlier and... uh... That's way too early for that. What, 99? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, he was playing then. Not for Newcastle. Oh, yeah. No. And Kieran Dyer. 
Dyer was, yeah. Yeah. Not Bowyer. Yeah. No. After the purge in Barcelona, this is a quote from Guardiola. After the purge in Barcelona, he went to Newcastle and I sent him a letter to offer me the chance to go to him and play at Newcastle. Go to him. I must go to him. One of my dreams would have been to have played in England. He answered me and said it was not possible because he had not, sorry, because he had got a lot of quality uh, and he was right. But even in that tough moment, he was always so kind kind man he wrote a simple letter and it was like it meant so much more Bobby is one of the finest and nicest people I've ever met in my life in Robson's first match in charge in September 99 at Newcastle Lake he had a midfield of Lee Bowyer Kieron Dyer yeah Gary Speed yeah Nolberto Solano yeah and Robert Lee and Lee Bowyer on the bench with Tamiri Ketspire on the bench and, and Bowyer no nope 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 someone look up one of our fans. Is this a, is this look up when Lee Bowyer signed for Newcastle? Is this why it's a not in your day because people just wouldn't write letters to each other now? Partly that, and yeah. partly now, you know, big players, big names don't go there anymore. Don't do they? go to. Oh right, so yeah, oh, yeah. And so it's twofold. Then. People don't write letters, and um, yeah, people don't write. Players don't write letters offering themselves to managers. I don't think that's done, is it? No. So. Ooh, not in my day. Not in your day. No. Okay. Well, I've got one. It's as a bit well. of a stretch, that one. No, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. It'll do. It's filled, isn't it? It's yeah. Filled. It's... yeah. Move on. Yeah. Um, Bye. This my one is a not in my day. It's tattoo related. Um, Flamengo mega fan gets full size club shirt tattooed across his entire upper body. What? <laughs> <laughs> Um, one Flamenco fan has braved hours of tattoo work to have the club's entire shirt needled across his entire upper body. Oh, God. So he's basically had the shirt tattooed on him. Um, now, is that for practical reasons? Because it's very What do you mean? For, because what? it's very hot over there. No, he's not a player. <laughs> <laughs> I, wonder, I wondered where you were going to go when you said, is that for practical reasons? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Yeah, because if you're a player and you got a shirt tattooed on you, can't really ever leave yeah. that club, can you? No. And what about when they play in their away kit? <laughs> well, you just put it on over the top, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose yeah. <laughs> uh, Mauricio Dos Anjos has lived up to his nickname, Flamenco Mauricio. It's a great nickname. Uh, by oh. by ploughing his hard-earned cash into a vast permanent tribute to his beloved football team. According to Vice, uh, which must be some sort of publication. I think it not is. Not just the... The sex trade. <laughs> uh, Mauricio's tattoo took 32 sessions over the course, uh, 90 hours to complete, and is a replica of the of Flamenco's 2015 home shirt. So it's not even the re- recent one. It must be very similar. I guess, um, you know, you can't really ever get a current shirt tattooed on you because it will very soon become not current. Yeah, ask... <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't be current for long. Yeah. No. Um, asked about the pain involved, the 33-year-old replied... A lot of people told me that I'd feel a lot of pain on my ribs and armpits. The ribs hurt, but the spine was the worst. That was just terrible. My neck and stomach hurt pretty bad too, but the rest was fine. It's just an appalling thing to do. <laughs> it's Why appalling. Would you do? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why a, would you do that? It's appalling. It's an appalling thing to do. He should be do. jailed. 
No, just ostracised. Ostracised. <laughs> no one talk to him. Don't talk to him. Don't even look at him. Don't ever look at him. That's what he wants. Don't That's en- what he wants. Don't encourage him. He's done it for the attention. Don't give it to him. <laughs> don't give him the attention. That's what he wants. Don't give him what he wants. You've turned into like a middle-aged matron character. I am a middle-aged matron type character, aren't I, in, in a way? That's a good point, actually. I didn't think before I opened my mouth then. Yeah. It's pointless. That is one of your worst traits. It was a, a vapid sentence, wasn't it, Dave? It was. Pre- you said it did say it quite quickly, yes. Uh, <laughs> so there, there you go. Not in your day, or mine, or his, or hers. Goodbye. Very good. Oh, it's off, isn't it? Oh. My day! Oh, hey! yeah. oh, God. You did say you were tired. Not in my day! <laughs> Before we came in. Oh, Hello. Not it's in just, my day! What are you doing? I didn't touch it. It's yeah, gone wild today. He's, he's all over the place. <laughs> just love my voice. Right. Next. 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 <sighs> Next we have... Messy one, this. It is a bit messy, yeah. Not involving Lionel. No. Buster! Of the week. I think that should be longer, that jingle, don't you? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my bastard for the week this week is a, a sort of a semi-retrospective bastard. Oh. Um, as they go, you know. Sure. Uh, have you got your semi? Always. Yeah, good. Get it. Keep it going for this. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this is from Who Ate All the Pies, and it's about an interesting, another sort of... Um... Just let me know when you're ready. Trying to keep it going. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Why are you? It's gone. Um, it's gone. Grabbing your cheek there. Yeah? It's gone. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's another sort of stain on the Turkish football. <laughs> it is a bit of a stain. I'm sorry about that. You left the stain on Turkish football. Turkish, Turkish football. Yeah, yeah. It's um. Okay. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> so the story is called No Show. Besiktas go through with refusal to turn up for Turkish Cup semi-final replay against Fenerbahce. What? They go through? So they threaten to refuse to turn up to the game. They threaten to refuse to turn up. Yeah, and they went through with that threat and right. they didn't turn up to the game. Okay. So the headline really should be, Besiktas don't turn up to no game in it. And But they still went through? No. No, they didn't go through. They went through with refusing oh, to turn I up see. to the game. Oh, I see. I thought you meant they went through. You go, we're not going to turn up. We go, well, you can through to the next round. Anyway. Don't <laughs> that would be shocking. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. Um, so just as they vowed, Besiktas stuck to their guns and failed to show up for the replay of their abandoned Turkish Cup semi-final against Fenerbahce. Is this because they felt hard done by? Yeah. <laughs> it's pathetic. It's pathetic. The original tie played on the 19th of April was abandoned with just 58 minutes played when the Besiktas coach Senor Gunez was struck by a missile hurled from the crowd at the Fenerbahce Stadium. Ready for this? Sukru Sarakoglu Stadium. Do it again. Sukru Sarakoglu Stadium. Thank you. Uh, leaving him requiring stitches. So it's a significant injury, whatever it was that was thrown at him. The Turkish Football Federation, the TFF, then demanded that the two sides reconvene to play the remaining 33 minutes of the match, which stood at 2-2 on aggregate at the time, Mm. uh, behind closed doors on the 3rd of May. Though Besiktas wasted little time in informing them them that they weren't going to turn up. uh, Why? Why would they not want to turn up? It's... I don't understand... Why? Something, was... So something happened in the game. The game was stopped. 
Yeah. And it, it isn't finished, so go and finish it. Yeah, so there's 33 minutes of the game left to play. Plenty of time. It was at 2-2. Yeah. So, so no one's at an advantage. No. Yeah. So, and it's Besiktas and Fenerbahce, two of the biggest teams in Turkey. I don't understand what their reasons were. And Besiktas are going, no, we don't want to come and play. We're going to throw our toys out the cot and refuse to turn up. And now we're going to be kicked out of the cup for this season and banned from even entering the cup next season and asked to replay all the prize winnings that we got this season. We're stupid, aren't we? Oh, so they'd yeah. already sorted out their own punishment for themselves. So um, so Fenerbahce were just like, oh, OK, cheers. Thanks. So they're through to the next round. Fenerbahce through. And I don't understand some people's thinking, Joe. It's absurd, David, isn't it, David? It's, um, it's slightly absurd. Yes, and some might say... Somewhat bastardly. It, it definitely is. Yes. Whoever made that decision is definitely a bastard. Yes. Um, so there's a little bit more of the story here. Hopefully it reveals why they feel hard done by. Uh, sure enough, the Eagles, I guess that's Besiktas, didn't turn up on Thursday night, leaving their opponents to conduct a light training session in their empty cavernous stadium. Cavernous. Cavernous. Uh, Fenner, which is Fenerbahce. Sure. Fenner have since been declared default winners of the semi-final, obviously, and will therefore advance to play Akisarspor in the final. Good. Look forward to that. Uh, as punishment, excuse me, as punishment for their insubordination, Besiktas have been banned from playing in the cup next season and must also pay back the four million Turkish lira they have already earned in prize money from the competition. Yeah, this year. good. Thank good. good. Yeah. Yes. Speaking to reporters on the night, the Fenerbahce coach Aykut Kokoman. Well, sorry, who? I could cock a man. I could cock a man. I could cock a man. I tell you, if anyone could cock a man, he could cock a man. Oh, he could cock a man right now. Right up the. Fenerbahce coach, I could cock a man. Say it again. (laughs) Voiced his regret over the circumstances. He, I could cock a man, said. (laughs) (laughs) Besiktas made. How would would a cock a man. How could someone who could cock a man talk? Very butch. I can't do that. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's, that's thrown you, isn't it? Sean Dyche? Uh, yeah. Just do it in a Turkish Besiktas made a difficult decision. I would have preferred to lose instead of winning this way. <laughs> Don't lie. Dave. Dave. Yes? I could cock a man. Yeah, I should. I could cock a man, Coco. Should you... What? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story. It's a good way to end. Um, Always end with a quote. <laughs> Someone once said, "Get their oh, attention." Oh, you see what I did? Oh, <laughs> oh no, you didn't. Right then, done. So oh. yeah, we don't know why Besiktas felt hard done by and decided to throw their toys out the cot. But you know what? It remind, reminds me of Dave. That story. No, I don't know. Brexit. Does it? We don't want to play anymore. Oh, we want to leave. You're pathetic. <laughs> Look, I it was I chose to vote the way I want. Don't call me pathetic. All right? Okay, fine. My well, opinion. No one can accuse me of of not making my opinions clear. I like to ke- I like to keep people guessing. Oh, is he a remainer? Is he a reliever? Is he a believer? Hmm? These is are he the a qu- Nazi. These are the questions people are asking. <laughs> <laughs> they look at you, they think remainer, lever, believer. Yeah. Definitely believer. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, we've got our one of our little titty bitties. Oh, you're not going to play your, your, your thing again? Yeah, uh, uh, the outro. Oh yeah, oh, I suppose dear. so. I'm so sorry about this, everybody. You I'm want so sorry. You want to hear it, do you? I'm not fast. All right then. Buster. 
Master. Of the week. <laughs> now I'm going to bed. You, we need to sort that out. It's on an autoplay. I think I must have... Yeah, I don't need to make excuses. They don't need to know that. No. no. Uh, I've got some anagrams for you, Joe, before we go, Joe. Fucking give them to me. Okay, the first one, I'm, just gonna, I'm, just gonna, I'm straight in there. Straight in there. Okay. Do it. Joey Barton. Joy at Boner. Joyed? Joy at Boner. Joy at Boner. Oh, yeah. it's brilliant. I'll try and read them like headlines. Joey Barton. Joy at Boner. <laughs> Gordon Banks. Dragon Knobs. Stuart Pierce. Dragon Knobs. Stuart Pierce. Past Creature. <laughs> That's good. Danny Shitu had tiny nuts. <laughs> That's a sentence. Yes, I know. Danny Shitu had tiny nuts. Yes. Brilliant. Do you remember I did Dusan Tadic, anus addict? Yes. I've got another one. Okay. Dusan Tadic, dad is a cunt. <laughs> good night. Oh, <laughs> I love it. Always end on a cunt. Uh, uh, I, I think that's the most I've heard you say that word ever. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm relaxed into it, haven't I? <laughs> relaxed in, in, into the cunt? Not into the... Well... We've all been there. Ease yourself into the... Uh, that's it. That's us, isn't so it? So find us on our website, roundtheback.com. Uh, send us a message. Comment on our blog-style posts with some content or things you maybe want us to discuss. If you want a name drop... We don't do that, so fuck off. We do, uh, we do. <laughs> don't listen to him, we do. Twitter at Round the Back Pod. Uh, search for us on Facebook. Uh, we're part of the Podnose Network. Uh, they've got some good stuff on there. Check them out. And we're on Android apps as well, like our CastBox and Overcast. Thank you. Yes. Um, David. Joseph. Word of the day to end on. Okay. Oh, you want me to have the word? Yep. <laughs> okay. Um, snuffle. 